Welcome everybody to the Church Parking Lot Podcast, Episode 5. I am your co-host, Jay Jamal, joined by my boy, B. Allen. What's happening, everybody? B. Allen, Jay Jamal, at it again. First, let's let you know where we're at, where we're standing. Give you all of our social media tags. We got Facebook at Church Parking Lot Podcast. Instagram at Church Parking Lot Podcast. YouTube. Church Parking Lot Podcast, and we're broadcasting on Anchor.fm. If I remember correctly, that is Church Parking Lot without the podcast. And they broadcast off of Spotify, Apple, Breaker, Radio Public, Pocket Cast, and Google Cast, wherever you can get your podcast. Hey, yo, what's up, B? And y'all know what time it is, our favorite segment of the show that we introduced last episode, and it is called 4Y. Why 4? Oh boy. So this week's uh, segment for 4Y, Why 4 involves a town in Kentucky. Yes. Deep South Kentucky. Bluegrass State, right? Bluegrass State. Country music. Yeah. All of that. Fleetwood Mac. Fleet. <laughs> that's 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 this that's coming to mind. That's all of them, baby. All of them. <laughs> Hannah Montana. What? Is What's her daddy name? name? Uh the guy. What's his name? Uh Aggie Breaky Heart. Yeah, he sang that. Yeah. That's, I, that's not I, his name. That's the name of the song. That's all I know. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, him, him and her. Yeah, him and her. Yeah, Miley Cyrus. What's what's the daddy name? Uh, something Cyrus. Something Cyrus. Yeah, he anyway, he I sang in the song with uh the the boy. I'm gonna take my horse to the old town road. Oh, Billy Ray. Cyrus. Billy Ray Cyrus. That's his name. Billy Ray Cyrus. Yeah, I don't know if he's from Kentucky. No, he's from Tennessee. I think he's from. I Tennessee. feel like they all from Kentucky. Tennessee and Kentucky. Alabama. Yes. Um, all the porn stars are in San Diego, and all the country music stars are in Kentucky. That's, all. That's just the way it goes. <laughs> oh, and West Virginia. Even though West Virginia ain't in the South, they're pretty much the same people. West Virginia want to be Virginia so bad. They, they really do. I don't know why they split, but of course, you know. Anyway, our this week's segment for 4YY4 involves the state of Kentucky and the statue of Jefferson Davis. Now we've seen all these people going around taking around, taking down these statues, but Kentucky decided Confederate to do statues. it. Confederate statues, excuse me. Uh, they're taking down these Confederate statues, and you see that Kentucky decided to do it on their own. But what they found inside <laughs> was something different. <laughs> Who in the world? Has a bottle. Well, first of all, let's talk about this. Who names a drink bottle of Glenmore Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey? Glenmore Kentucky Straight <laughs> Bourbon Whiskey. How do you ask for that at a bar? <laughs> That's five words. <laughs> and they all mean <laughs> whiskey. Right. Give me some of that uh GKSB whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> Was there anything left in the bottle? <laughs> no, it was uh, empty. Must have been some good stuff. It had to be. 1936, baby. Yeah. That was know. all straight. That was that might have been hunter proof. I'm surprised. I'm sure, I'm sure it was. Pure I'm surprised they got the statue up. <laughs> <laughs> the st- you know what? The statue was probably backwards. They just built the town around the statue. <laughs> <laughs> they probably came to look at the statue. It was like, guys, you put it up back. I uh, just built the houses over there. <laughs> That's crazy, man. But it actually makes sense if you think about, well, where I'm from in Richmond, Jeff Davis Highway is vicious. Is it? Yes. I'm talking prostitution. Whoa. Uh, you know, drug use. Oh, they all up in there. Low income. Yeah. Everything. Jeff Davis. But it, it ranges, though, because if you keep, you keep driving up Jeff Davis, it, it changes. It's a nice mix, uh, but it's just awkward that you know you call that stretch, Jeff Davis. <laughs> Jeff Davis. 
Jeff Davis Highway. And I'm, I'm, I'm wondering if they're going to start, like, just changing everything that's involved with Confederacy. I think they did because they changed the name right down the street here to uh, to some some other name. So it, it used to be Jefferson Davis High uh, Middle School, oh, but okay. now it's changed to something else. So they they getting ready to do it. I heard that they was trying to make a Harriet Tubman school. Is that underground? <laughs> <laughs> Insert corny joke here. Right. <laughs> That's what I heard, man. They trying to start naming schools after you know uh, good. You know, people, black people that actually did, you know, really good things. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. I mean, there there are plenty of them, but there need to be plenty more. And I think far less Confederate schools, if that's even a thing. I mean, I know there's statues and, you know, there's monuments and there's street names. But Facts. to go to a school where we're there to learn and we're learning about, you know, one side of history, that just seems <laughs> wrong. You know what I mean? Yeah, because your name's your school's name is after one side of history, right? And it's the side that you're learning in school, right? <laughs> and I'm trying to understand because I, I I hear a lot of flack from people that want to keep these statues and whatnot. Their stance is that we're we're trying to erase history or alter history. I hear those too. And it's to me, it's like it's that can't be farther farther from the truth because. We don't have an equal amount of statues representing the other side. Facts. So, if there were statues of you know slaves catching lashings all through the streets, would you be as comfortable with seeing that? Right. Or you know slaves having their feet cut off. Right. Because they got caught by uh, I don't know what do you have bloodhound dogs. Yeah, all of them. Yeah. So what what are we talking about here? Right. What, what history are we trying to erase? Right. I think it's more so people just want what they want, why they want it. We all know the in, the initial intended purpose of the statues. Right. It was intimidation and to show power. Even though we lost, we still run the show. We still run the show. Which still continues to this day. <laughs> so, which is why people is not taking no more, man. That's facts. Take the statues down. That's facts. That's facts. Now, you had an interesting idea of, of what we should do. For the statues. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> I'm thinking, this is for the people that, you know, are talking about uh, history and, you know, we're trying to alter it and right, right. change it. So, this is what I propose for the statues. I say, all the statues that have been taken down, defaced, all that, we're going to put them all back. Put them all back up? Yes. We're going to clean them up. <laughs> we're going to have them pristine, okay? Like you've never seen them before. We okay. might even... We might even 24 karat gold them. <laughs> we can do all of that. You know, trophy. Yeah, right. <laughs> Whatever. Right, right. But there's one catch. <laughs> In whatever fashion that those uh, statues were taken down, you now have to immortalize those people who, t- who took the statues <laughs> down by attaching those people as a part of the statue. <laughs> so... <laughs> you can keep your Robert E. Lee, you know, statue up there. That's cool. But I need Jerome, you know, <laughs> at the bottom with a big rope. Right. And it's just lassoed around his neck and it just stays there forever. <laughs> with a description that says, you know, Marcus was here <laughs> as a protest as part of the Black Lives Matter movement. Right, right. <laughs> Why not? It's history, right? We don't want to erase history. So we know. Let's let's do what y'all let's, say do and immortalize. Let's put all the history up. Let's yeah. let's make that long train of people that carried that statue and threw it over the bridge. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I need the line. I need the line from where the statue was. Yes, all the way to the to the lake or the yes. river. Whatever they threw it over, and then um, a monument of them and the statue going over it, over the bridge. I like that. I need that right there. I like that idea a lot. Man. <laughs> Said Jerome with the rope they, around the neck. I don't think they go for it, but it just <sighs> it, it it proves you know their side wrong that that's not really what you want. Yeah, it's not because we'll have to change a whole lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah, it it goes too deep. But again, Jefferson Davis, that is our proposal. So that is our segment of for why why for. <laughs> now, in other other related news, though, and speaking of the Confederate flags, my man Bubba Wallace 
You know what Bubba Wallace is? Bubba Wallace. Bubba. I only know one Bubba in my entire life. Let me tell you about Bubba. <laughs> when I used to, uh, I used to play baseball when I was a little boy for the uh, Pirates. Was this was this his real name or was this like a nickname? I don't know. I don't know. Oh my god! <laughs> I mean, I was I was a young boy, man, growing up. You know, everybody called him Bubba. I'm gonna call you Bubba. I, I didn't I didn't know his real name. His mama named him Clay. I'm gonna call him Clay. <laughs> <laughs> so. I was playing catcher, and Bubba was one of the pitchers. Okay. And when I tell you this this dude could throw, like, he might be in the league right now, and I just don't know because all I know is Bubba. Bubba, that's it. I don't know his first name. I don't know his last name. But he was the one that made me want to quit being a catcher. Because he threw that hard? He threw that hard. Oh, my God. Like, I had to, I had to get a new I, – I wore, like, maybe three or four gloves that uh, between the two years that I played on that team. With Bubba. Two or three? Yeah. Catch your gloves. Was he, like, wearing them out? Yes. Pause. Pause. <laughs> Killing it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But, yeah, that's that's my, my stance on Bubba's. But um, this Bubba. No, I know uh, Bubba Wallace was the, uh, the the black NASCAR driver, right? Yes, sir. Yeah. You said he, um, he had an issue as well with the uh, Confederate flag. I saw that. He took a stance. For the uh, Black Lives Matter movement. Bubba Wallace, my man, said that he thinks that NASCAR should get rid of all the Confederate flags flying around at all the races that they go to during the NASCAR season. I agree. Do you? I agree. I I agree as well. Because at the end of the day, if if you have a large group of people that are intimidated and feel a certain way about you know, a flag. It's pretty much a 50-50 standpoint. It's right. not like 90% of people are cool with it and 10% of people, you know, don't want it. It's like half the country doesn't want this, man. That's facts. They don't want that stain, you know what I'm saying, still sitting there. So why condone it? And and furthermore, why can connect it to a sport? Right. And then why connect it to a sport that is 95, well, no, let's raise that, like 99% white. Right. Facts. Why attach it to that sport? You know the, I mean? the only other black people in there are the, in the pit crew. Right. And that's only because they can move fast and carry stuff. <laughs> I, I get it. The, the Confederate flag for racing, it goes back to, uh, you know, bootlegging days when they were yeah. racing with liquor, you know, going from north to south, all that. Whatever. That's cool. But right. Black people were bootlegging too. <laughs> you know, you won't right. bootleg it by yourself. I don't think they had Hennessy back then, but <laughs> they, they did. probably had a version of it. <laughs> <laughs> it was probably called Glenmore <laughs> <laughs> at Glenmore, Kentucky Street. Yeah, it'll leave you passed out underneath a statue somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Well, I got I got a couple questions about this, man. I yeah. really have a couple questions about this. Number one question is: first of all, can we get somebody else in NASCAR? With a different name. I get it. You're yeah, a black you, dude. Come on. You got to take what you can get, man. I, I'm, I'm taking it. I'm with him. But can, I need him to tell us his real name. The only reason why he used Bubba on the application is because they thought he was white. Gumbo shrimp. <laughs> Butterfly shrimp. <laughs> Flea shrimp. Fried shrimp. Grilled shrimp. All shrimp. You remember that, Bubba? I remember that, Come Bubba. Come on, man. Bubba, Bubba, Bubba reigns strong, man. <laughs> it does, man. But can we get a Dwayne? <laughs> can we can we get somebody like I that? Know. I don't uh, think I want Dwayne. He's been wild lately. Come on, man. Well, Say okay. a different name. Uh, <laughs> Say a different name. <laughs> yeah. Can we get a can we get a LeBron? Uh, a LeBron in NASCAR. Uh, I, I feel what you're saying. Yeah, you. Let me, you want like a, you said, you want a brother. You want yeah. a brother in NASCAR. Yeah. Let me get the getaway driver that used to be a G in the street. Wow. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> let me get him. Him, let me get him who always be saying, hey, come on, get in the car. So he going to be trying to drive the NASCAR from the back seat with, <laughs> with two it, 12s in the trunk. Because his seat laid back all the way. Yes. <laughs> he can't even hear the pit crew because <laughs> he got the bass knocking. Bass knocking. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about hustling, 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 hustling. He can't even hear the pit crew. They're like, hey, you about to run out of gas. <laughs> 
Oh man, the only time he turned down his music is when he come into the pit. <laughs> right. Because he got a park. <laughs> I need that dude. I need to do who gets so mad that he lost that he drive past the winner and shoot out their tires. <laughs> I need that dude. Yo, I, I've seen, yo, honestly, um, shout out to uh, my best friends growing up. They were huge racing fans. Huge, and that's how I got into it. I got into NASCAR for a, a hot stint. I, I used oh, to wow. watch it. Okay, uh, Dan Earnhardt. That was I was diehard fan. Right, and until he perished, you know, rest in peace. Right, and I've been to a lot of different like races and whatnot, and that experience yeah. by itself, man, is, is mind blowing. Like you think it's just you know, let's just turn left and drive real fast. Right, but man, them cats be on an incline. Yeah, to where you know you can't even. You can't move. Yeah. You're basically stuck in a position the whole time. Yeah. So to do that while maneuvering, you know, 200 miles an hour plus or whatever right. they're doing. And shifting. Yes. And being bumper to bumper. Yes. You know, we ready to cuss out, you know, grandma and grandpa. For, for driving so slow. Yeah, for driving so slow <laughs> behind you doing 25. Right. Can you imagine doing 190 <laughs> and somebody else's inches off your bumper? Yes. Or on it. I mean, Bubba, Bubba's probably had some uh, <laughs> some road rage incidents, I'm sure. <laughs> he wanted to hop out. <laughs> Pop a cap somebody. <laughs> I think Bubba got a second chance in his life. I think Bubba outran the police, and somebody saw him do it. And it was like... What, in the, in the car? In the car. <laughs> somebody saw him do it on TV. It was like, well, golly... <laughs> That boy, they outran about 12 of them cops. Hey, find out who that boy is and uh, bring him down to the track. Sound like, uh, <laughs> sound like the movie Life when they went to get, can't, can't get right. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we like the, we, we hear you like the outrace out cars. We got a sport for you. <laughs> Let you me can tell do you it legally. You're going to be the first black one. I'm going to tell you that right now. You ain't gonna win though. You might win a couple of them. Not for a while. <laughs> Not for a while. But has he won anything? I think he's won a couple. Okay. I cool. think he's won a couple. But the crazy part is, is that you don't really hear about it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Kind of like the black first black dude in hockey. Well, not the first black dude, but you know, the black dude that's, that's playing hockey now. And in the actual NHL, like you know what I want to say, the NHL, it's two of them now. yeah, didn't they put them? They put them on the cover of one of the video games one year. But mm-hmm. I, I just felt like that was a ploy to get ratings because I had never heard of them yeah. before, and I, I feel like I'm pretty first in the sport world. So when they were talking about it, I'm like, yeah, who? Yeah, whatever. Yeah. So I mean, so what, what is Bubba Wallace doing? Is Bubba that- Wallace not only asked them to take the Confederate flag down. And but, they've done that. And they have done that. They have agreed to do that. They have agreed to do it. I'm pretty sure there's a lot of people that's pretty upset about it. But you know. It was. I saw one guy uh, <laughs> One guy tweeted that he was quitting at the end of the year. And, oh, wow, uh, really? Yeah, NASCAR responded, and they were like, uh, I thought it was Photoshopped. Right. But uh, they responded and were like, we don't even know who you are. We had to Google you <laughs> and uh, something about good luck chasing participation trophies or something. Wow. <laughs> hey, these sports men have no filter whatsoever oh, in this time, man. yo. Well, people who control these companies' <laughs> Twitter handles. Have yes. No filter whatsoever. That's a whole world within itself. Yes. So Bubba Wallace not only asked him to take the flag down, but he also is going to be in a Black Lives Matter car. They're going to have certain words on it. It's going to have like love and compassion and other words like that. But then it's also going to have like a black and white hand on the hood of it clasping together as if to say, you know, like brotherhood and, you know, we need to stick together. So this is going to be crazy. He's in an all black car. So he's in an all black car with the black and white fist on it. Right. And that's going to be, is that like one of the first races after... They've asked to remove all the Confederate flags. I think it's going to be this will be the first race that they are competing in after they agreed to it. OK, so at this race, there should be no no Confederate flags. But a lot That's of going to be crazy. I'm going to watch that. Is. 
I'm gonna watch that. It is that car is gonna be all black. It's gonna be uh, uh, white letters uh, with Black Lives Matter on it. He's gonna have a Black Lives Matter. Like, did you see him last week in the race? Last week he had a shirt on that said "I can't breathe" on it. Mm-hmm. He was in all black. Yeah, I did see that, and he had the uh, he had the mask on too. Right. Yeah, I just right. saw that. That was that's pretty huge, man. Yeah, man. Especially for for him to do that. Like, all right, just to put it in perspective, Kaepernick did the same thing in a sport where a majority of the people in his sport are just like him. Facts. Right. Maybe not his position, but as far as players, right, black. Right. Bubba Wallace made the same stance. Whew. Yeah, with nobody like him. Nobody like him. He is the only one. And as a driver. And a lot of the fans of this sport mm-hmm. are people who don't necessarily share the same sentiments as him. Correct. As far as Black Lives Matter Correct. and removal of Confederacy type things. Right. I, I can assure you of that. <laughs> <laughs> so for him to do that is is major. He's putting his... Man, he's really putting his job on the line. He's putting everything on the line, man. But he's doing it at the right time because right now you can't be blackballed. You can't. You can't be. You how you gonna blackball me <laughs> during this <laughs> blackball movement? Right. We black. We doing the blackball around here now. <laughs> Blackballs in our court. Pause. That's it. That's it. It's in our court. So I dare you to try and do something. I'm actually, man. I'm, how do you feel about all these companies that are coming out now saying, you know, uh, Black Lives Matter or we stand with the black community? Like, we just came out. Right. Like, <laughs> like black people are the new thing. Like, hey, did you know there's black people around? Right. Hey, did you know they're pretty cool? Like, they just made us. Like, yeah. <laughs> we just came off the assembly line. Like, we just came out. It's almost like a fad, so it's kind of hard to, you know, tell who's who. Well, depending on who you are, it is new. Yeah, this is true. <laughs> depending on who you are. But you know what? I agree with these companies coming out. You know why I say that I agree? Because a lot of these companies would not be able to uh, do these things on the low anymore. They can't say stuff on a slide anymore. They can't make these um, different types of campaigns of different stuff that they're selling and you know gently say it's not for us uh okay that's what you're saying you know what i'm saying like uh and i get it i don't know i kind of had to have a uh kind of had to rethink about it myself because starbucks came out and said that they're they're not allowing their employees starbucks blew it (laughs) they're not allowing their employee employees to wear anything that talks about Black Lives Matter. Right. Um, because it's, you know, that's their uniform policy or whatever. So while they're at work, they can't wear it. Right. So. Did you see them backpedal on that? I did not see. They yeah, backpedaled already? Yeah. They came up with a whole design t-shirt and put Black Lives Matter <laughs> in the middle of it. This is this is what I'm talking about. Oh, we, my know, gosh. It's, it's actually a good thing. I don't know. I don't know how... Uh, you know, comfortable we are right now, but we hold a lot of power. You're right, right now, especially with dollars. Right. That's why I think this uh, this Juneteenth thing coming up is going to be great. Even though I guess in our area, I think it's supposed to be rainy, whatever. Right. But Juneteenth, Juneteenth is going to be huge. Uh, July Fourth is really going to be a dud. Right. I I, I really feel that. Yeah. I don't I don't plan on doing much. I don't I'm, I'm going to try to do something on Juneteenth or something along that weekend. Right. Just to celebrate it. It's cool to see companies recognizing that. I see Nike did it. Right. Uh, somebody else is doing it. Another company is doing it. But, yeah, man, this for these people to come out now and, I don't know, it, it, it feels like they're trying to apologize. Like, And that's my whole thing, man. That's, that is ex- exactly my whole thing. Like, all of these companies are trying to come out and technically apologize but they're also trying to come out and just, um, in a sense, 
they're doing a whole, like you said, backpedaling. Yeah, you but know? they're trying to be on the right side of history. That's where they want to be. Yeah, but they're doing it the wrong way. They're, because, like Starbucks, you say no, but then you backpedal because you get all the backlash and you get a threat of people not buying your product anymore. Right. And then all of a sudden you want to say, oh, no, it's okay. We're actually going to make T-shirts and give them out to everybody. Right. That was everything. That was their mistake. They, in my opinion, once they made their stance, they should have just shut up and went with it. Yeah. Go ahead, lose whatever money you're going to lose. Yeah. Eventually, because of this, you know, microwave society we're in, people are going to forget about it. Yeah. How long do you think women are going to go without Starbucks? <laughs> I don't care. Black women, white women, Asian women. Any women. Without Starbucks. Yeah. I understand the movement is powerful, but Starbucks is Probably a little more powerful, especially when it comes to the the retail world. It's gonna be chicks in in hoodies with makeup on to change their skin color, going to get a dog on cup of coffee from Starbucks because they don't want nobody to know that it's them going in there. They gotta dress up like go to uh, go to Starbucks looking like uh, white chicks, Marlon Wayans. (laughs) (laughs) Becky, is that you? Oh, and don't let the uh, don't let the pumpkin spice drop. Oh boy! Pump, oh, y'all going y'all going y'all going to Wawa hey. to get pumpkin spice? Nah, ain't nobody going to Wawa to get no pumpkin. Going spice. straight to Starbucks, like straight uh, to Starbucks, <laughs> like Miss Doubtfire. Yep, <laughs> that peppermint hot chocolate in Christmas time. Oh yeah, gotta go get that. That drink's have, good. Man. You gotta go get that for real. Yeah, you gotta okay. go get that. That I'm is sure. amazing. I'm gonna wear Not- some. I'm gonna wear some UGG boots. <laughs> 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 With a Magic Johnson jersey on. Yeah, and some yoga pants. <laughs> black yoga pants. <laughs> oh my gosh, man. I didn't hear him make a statement on that. But the first thing I thought about when the whole Starbucks thing went down, uh-huh. I was like, man, I wonder if Magic said anything. That's what I wanted to he's know, a, too. Because he's a big uh, shareholder. He's what, what is he? Uh, he's not. He's a he big owns sh- a few of them or something? He, he's a big shareholder, but he's not like a majority shareholder. But okay. he's bought his way into him, and he owns quite a few. And whatever else he opens, he opens a new Starbucks in it, like in his movie theater. Oh, he's got Starbucks. He's got Starbucks in it. Gotcha. Which makes sense because you're making double money, right? So, as a businessman, I get it. But as a shareholder of that company, what do you say? You better fix it. <laughs> <laughs> better fix this quick. I will shut this throat joker down. Quickness, With the quickness, make one phone call and have every black person outside of Starbucks. <laughs> but you know what's crazy? Is that not one Starbucks had been looted. Mm. You haven't heard about one Starbucks glass being broken or nothing because everybody the next morning with a hangover is going to be at Starbucks. That's true. <laughs> looking at the looking at the five guys across the street talking about, yeah. man, that was crazy last night when I threw that brick through that window. <laughs> hey, Charles. Oh, yes, I'm right here. <laughs> French macchiato grande. That's the reason why I don't shop at, at, at Starbucks, man. Why? There's too many options, and yeah, I don't right. get it. I get confused, and I start saying stuff that I don't mean because it sounds good. And, you know, I went from getting something extremely sweet to extremely sour and <laughs> in a matter of choices that I had no idea what. But you got to listen to them because if you say no. it and then they be like, are you sure? <laughs> See, I don't get those, man. I you don't, don't get, get those? those? I don't oh, get man. those. I get those people like, what do you want? This or that? Okay, I want that. Okay, A, B, or C? Uh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> C. Okay, uh, you want it then? What is it? Little, little big and too big. Oh, yeah. Uh, what is what it? Is it? Large peso, grande, vinte, grande, and vinte. Yeah, then they start giving you sizes and Roman numerals. Anybody <laughs> <laughs> got time for that, man? I'm used to small, large, I used to, you know, super size me, right? You know what I'm saying? Value size me, <laughs> extra cheese. I don't have time for all these special words, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just give me what it is. They try to be cute with the sizes. Ain't nothing cute about the size. It's small, it's medium, it's large. That's true. They try to make it they try to make you feel good for for, for being fat. But at the same time, they rape your wallet. They do. <laughs> they, 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 they definitely you do. Can, rape your you wallet. could go up in there and be like, yeah, I just want a coffee. And then like you said, with all those choices, you end up walking out with a mortgage. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> 
You didn't sat down with somebody. All right, this is your 10-year fix rate. <laughs> this includes this coffee and the coffee at the end. <laughs> Do you get coffees in between? Yes, but there's a limited supply. <laughs> oh, man, I'm telling you, dude. That's crazy. When you have to pay that amount of money to get a coffee. Now, let me ask you this. When you were in college, mm-hmm. did you shop at Starbucks? Did you go to Starbucks? No. When I was in college, I wasn't really a big coffee person, man. Okay. I used to go to Chick-fil-A and get a chicken biscuit OJ mm. and the, um, what, what are those things? The tater tots or whatever. Gotta get tater tots. That was it, man. That was my go-to. You was on a budget, though. Was on a budget. Balling on a budget. But I was... <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> What happened? So, did your parents put money on your college lunch too? <laughs> was you slanging snacks there too? No, 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 I wasn't. Yeah, I gotta... slang these books. <laughs> was that last episode? Yeah, like <laughs> you gotta go back to refer to that one. No, man, I I wasn't that lucky to get that. But um, <laughs> what's crazy though is I remember a lot of guys in school, in college, that you know, we're not staying off campus like I was. Right. And they didn't have a lot of money for, like, food and stuff like that. So I really felt bad for them. Oh, wow. Because when I didn't have no money, you know, to get food or whatever, it was cool. I'm just going to go down the street. Right, go home. To my parents' house or right. whatever. Or go to a friend's house or some other family member because somebody's around. Right. Somebody's got food. Right. They're going to feed a starving black college, uh, student. college student. Yeah, but a lot of people didn't really have a lot of their own money or... You know, uh, what do you call them? Stipends or whatever. Right. To get their own good meals. So they're eating BS. But these same guys are playing lacrosse and playing basketball and uh, football. Well, not football. I went to VCU. VCU didn't have a football team. Does not have a football team. I apologize. I still think that's a huge mistake. I think they can capitalize greatly off that. Absolutely. Whatever. Um, (laughs) Yeah. What division is VCU? Uh, they're Division One. Gotta be. They don't have a football team. Mm-mm. No football team, man. This is the way they've always operated. But I mean, I get it because they you know they're high and mighty off their their health program, their medicine program, their yeah, all that stuff, and their basketball team has you know achieved a lot of success, especially over the last I don't know, ten, fifteen years plus. True. Um, so. I don't know. I feel like it's one of those things where they feel like they've been doing so good without it, and they, you know they don't want to delve any further. Uh, kind of like you know Chick Fil A. We don't open on Sundays. We ain't gonna start now. That's true. You know what I'm saying? I can understand that. So I can understand that. But at the same time, when you have these athletes, even if you don't have a football team, if you got these basketball athletes who you go to their homes and recruit them from California. Because they're good in basketball, and you would want them to come play for your team, and they actually choose your team, but they are struggling to eat and different things like that, or you know, to get certain stuff. But yet they're great on your basketball team. Shouldn't they be allowed to have some type of compensation? We talking? About, they do pay them. They give them shoes, and uh, <laughs> they give them shoes and jerseys, jerseys. and. And, and T-shirts and workout gear. Yeah, and women. Yeah. <laughs> they act like they don't. Uh, and they got to return all of that man, at the end of the semester. <laughs> Each semester, you got to turn these back in just like your books. They do. You get a new class, and we're going to start you over again. I, I can never understand the fact that these, these universities, man, make millions, hundreds of thousands of dollars every year off every of these players. Year. And these players don't make a dime. At least nothing that they can report. Right. Of course they make money. They make a little bit here and there, nickel and diamond. Some of them more than others. But, I mean, to legally not be able to make money off of your name while your name is legally making money for this university. Right. Doesn't make sense, man, at all. It's basically saying the university, they, they own you. They own the rights to you. That's facts. It's another form of slavery. That's facts. While you're there. That's facts. So while you're at the University of 
Duke, uh-huh. Blue Devil, uh-huh. you are a slave. That's how it's been. Because, I mean, okay, let's put it in perspective. I think the last year that uh, EA Sports made a college Oh, yeah, don't tell me about that, man. NCAA college football. Yeah, you remember that? Yeah. NCAA college basketball. Mm -hmm. And you would have some superstar who was in college face all on that game cartridge. Yeah. All over it. He didn't make a dime off it. Didn't make a dime off it. But whoever that school was made all that money. Right. But even in those games, you had those guys who thought it was cool just to go to the EA Sports studios and, you know, suit up and put these little light probes on and do different moves and stuff but like yeah, that. yeah, help evolve the game. Help and evolve the game. They would take pictures of their face, 3D pictures of their face and then put their face on the game and man they thought it was cool because they were on the game but they didn't see not one dime of it right not one dime right not one but then you got all these guys who's playing their heart out and who's miles and miles away from their family i get it you taking care of them you're Making sure they eat, you know, they're on a strict diet plan, strict classes, stuff like that. And that's the coach doing that, and the coach is getting paid. Coach is getting paid. Coach is getting paid millions. Right to watch you. Yeah. To make sure you stay straight on that. Straight make sure his boys are working. Right. They in that gym <laughs> pumping iron, <laughs> shooting them free throws. Right. Getting things right. Right. <laughs> From but Massa Institute. You cannot tell me, and I understand this, that you know is. These boys need to be paid. Oh yeah, you something. With, something. I mean, it's it's so easy to give them something. Right. They, we're not asking you to give them a, you know, a, like a yearly salary, but right. they definitely deserve something. Exactly. A huge portion, might I add. You've already you're already getting money from you know alumni every right. year. You get money from TV appearances, sponsorships, right. Right. all these things, man. It's got to be a way to pay these kids, right? What what? So what are they doing right now? So right now it's still kind of up in the air. I know? thought something got passed in legislation, right? No, it was a couple <clears throat> of schools that decided to do it on their level and go to the governor. So the governors of those states have passed a law to where it is okay for mm-hmm. colleges to pay their students. However, I believe it is still up to the schools to decide. If they're going to do it or not, so the governor just signed it into law saying it's okay. okay. That's like that's like saying you know it's okay for you to to um, to go and go to this party, but your mom, you know, somebody tells you or the police say you know your curfew is lifted so you can go to a party, but your mom says you're not going. Oh, uh, okay. You know what I'm saying? It's, I got you. Is there's there's no way possible that it's going to it has to be across the board. You're right, you're right, you're right. They haven't said anything up across the board. Right. Yet. That's what everybody's waiting on. Exactly. But they're going to pay these guys, man. They, they, It's been a, a long time coming. Well, now I want to know if you do elect to pay these guys, will there be room for people to, you know, ask for back pay? You know, I, there's a lot of guys that lot of made, guys. they made universities. Right. Like, this school would not be where it is Facts. if it wasn't for me. So I need all my back pay for them three years I was here, or four years I was here. Facts. Multiplied ex- exponentially, multiplied by interest. Right. You know what I'm saying? And the crazy part is, is that most of these guys that made these universities only stayed there for either a year or two. Right. None of them who were really big stayed there for more than two years. Right. And then the schools, they constantly... They're still using their likeness after they're gone. Yeah. You know, you got recruiting videos and right. Yeah, pictures plastered all over the all walls. All over the walls. And man. these dudes are still not making any money. Yes. Off of that. So like you said, a lot of these cats have made their schools right. and have made their schools and you know, bigger Yeah, powerhouses. Uh, power yeah, powerhouses than what they were. When you talk about uh colleges, when you Let's say Kevin Durant. You have Vince Young, who was, you know, just getting ready to get drafted. Uh, yeah, after winning the uh, after winning the, the chip, championship. right? Yeah, 
yeah. or going at least. Right. Who, you know, he made their name big and they were already big in football. But then you got this other, you know, lanky guy who's playing basketball, making their name big in basketball. So, but he gets nothing. Yeah, that's true. He got nothing at all. I don't think there has been a, a big name out of Texas like that since Kevin Durant either. Facts. Nowhere near as big as KD. I think their basketball program has actually went downhill since yeah. he left. Because didn't they? Uh, they got Shaka Smart, didn't they, from VCU? I think so. It's funny you say that. That's the connection right there. I think so. Yeah, I remember that because Shaka Smart was doing the whole havoc defense right. at VCU and uh, right made a couple of NCAA uh, appearances and then he got the job at Texas. Right. But I don't think anything ever came from that. Yeah. But that's crazy. Even though these kids, you know, they get full scholarships, technically, like you said, they're employees for real. Because there, there's always a camera in their face. <clears throat> right. They're doing interviews. Yeah, and you have to make the university look good. Have to. You can't say anything bad. If you do anything bad, the university punishes you. Yes. But they don't pay you. Or releases you. That is fact, too. How else? How, who else can you get released from? Where you don't get any income. Right. (laughs) (laughs) What job you go to that you don't get paid at and they say, "Uh, we're going to have to let you go. (laughs) (laughs) A volunteer. Right. (laughs) Firing volunteers. You get fired at a volunteer rescue station. (laughs) That's crazy, man. But they they have to pay these cats, man. They have to. I agree. Even even with scholarships, man, they got to pay them. Because you cannot tell me that these colleges say that they don't have enough money right, to pay them. That's true. See, even with them, I'm with them. If you give, like, those kids more of a stipend during the year. Yeah. And then let's say you keep up with, I don't know how you do it. Let's say you keep up with their likeness and how much revenue they bring into the school. Right. You can keep that file or you can keep that stat right. Sorry, connected to their name, right? So that when they do leave your school, whether it be via draft or whatever the case may be, right, you can pay them based on what they made you. It's not like you have to pay them as they go. No, right. we can we can draw up a contract because you know the the the. The athlete might mess up during his year, That's you true. know, so he might get funds deducted or right. rescinded. Period. Right. So you know, if you can just keep that bag sitting to the side. All right, you graduated. All right, you got drafted. Okay, this is your contribution to the university. We appreciate it. Here you go. Yeah. You know, you made us forty mil. Here's your, I don't know, five hundred thousand. Here's your mil. Something yeah. Like, something like that. Yeah. Just to be fair. I mean, that's that's true. I, I wouldn't say at the end of the four years, but I mean, like every year. That too, yeah. I would do that. I would give them some every year because of some effect of how much you make. Cause, I mean, think about it. How just off of jersey sales alone, when the college finds out that they're getting a nationally recruited high school student that everybody's been looking at, and this yeah. guy comes there and wrecks shop, right, and then becomes makes the you know school big as crap, right, and then his jersey sales go through the roof. Right. Come on, he got to get a piece of that to pay these kids. Now, speaking of pay, speaking of pay. And kids. This is for all you people out there. Kids, Uh wives, uh, grandparents, aunties, uh, uncles, cousins, whoever. All y'all related to the relations. (laughs) <laughs> pause. I don't know why I just pause that anyway Everybody related to everybody Somehow, some way. But anyway Y'all know what's coming up Oh yeah, Father's Day Father's Day, you ready yes. for it? What What is Father's Day, man? <laughs> <laughs> Father's Day is the, the forgotten holiday No, you know what? You know what Father's Day is? Father's Day is the weekend that the coronavirus has been around since the beginning of time. (laughs) 
Mother's Day, everybody goes out. Everybody takes their mother out, buys all kind of stuff, buys them diamonds, pearls, cars. You see all these Facebook posts and stuff like that. Father's Day, everybody gets sick. Every, everybody calls in on that day. That, <laughs> you think people calling in, oh, they going to spend time with their daddy. No, they not. They just going to wake up, call them, and text them, and then go back to sleep. <laughs> You don't even get uh like meaningful posts and texts. You just get uh HFD. That's about that. <laughs> they don't even spell it out. <laughs> That's true, man. They, they send it in a mass text with a whole bunch of other dads. A whole bunch of other people. And they be responding, who this? <laughs> Somebody respond back, thank you, because they know who it is, and the other person that don't know them be like, Who this? Who is that? Who is that? <laughs> I'm sorry, it's a mass text. You don't have to respond back. Please, yeah, please don't send me no mass texts on Father's just, Day. I was just saying happy Father's Day to all the fathers that I know that love me like their son or have treated me as such. <laughs> it's Father's Day, man. Father's Day is coming up, man. It is, man. You ready? What you getting your dad for Father's Day, man? I don't know, man. Every time I get my dad a gift, he usually don't end up using it. So it's <laughs> He probably has a shrine full of <laughs> unused Father's Day gifts just, you know, just sitting there. Your time is coming. Can't wait till I get my new <laughs> gift I ain't going to use this year. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You know your time know, coming, right? For what? For all those gifts that you oh, talked about your dad. I've been getting them. Oh, you've been getting them? Yeah, I've been getting them. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't had a uh, ashtray made for me. Wasn't even a smoker. <laughs> <laughs> I was made uh, it in school, man. <laughs> so what? Everybody get ashtrays? Yes. So they encouraging everybody to smoke. Maybe it wasn't an ashtray. Maybe you thought it was an ashtray. And he just went with it. It was an applesauce bowl. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. Yeah, man. Could have been a bowl. Could have been your yogurt pot. Man, I didn't get that. I didn't. I, I've gotten. Uh, one of my sons made a pencil holder. It was it was cool. A little weird. Uh, you couldn't use that at work. What? <laughs> no, I I kept it at home, man. <laughs> but I'm I know I feel bad because I'm only naming all these bad gifts, but not even necessarily bad gifts. I'm naming stuff that. You know, you couldn't use. Yeah, I either couldn't use or didn't really care for. I can't think of. <laughs> I can't think of any great gift that I've gotten for Father's Day other than moments. Yeah, I've had great moments. Right. You know, gone places, seen people, done things, but I can't remember a great gift that I got for Father's Day. I hope I'm not stepping on any toes here, but I really can't remember. Really, that. no. Can you think of a gift that you've given your dad that you thought were like was like the best Father's Day gift that you would yeah, give? Yeah, that probably would have been a, a frame, a really nice frame for a, a picture of a, a grandma after she had passed a few uh, years ago. There so you go. That was nice. That was meaningful. I think that's hanging up somewhere too. Honestly, there you go. Hanging up on top of the shrine. <laughs> Of all the other stuff. Yeah, that's at the top. Yeah, that's at the top. So what about you, man? You you had some good Father's Day gifts? Uh, Good Father's Day gifts? Or that you've given anything? You know what? I think my best father, no lie, my best Father's Day gifts have always been the ones that they made at school. Oh, wow. Or the ones that they've made at home. And the reason why... (laughs) The reason why I say that, man, is because if you let them just write out what they really want to say, it's it's amazing. Some of the words that they say have been awesome. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like the personal cards and notes. Personal cards and notes, those have been the best gifts that I've always ever gotten. And truth be told, I still get most of them. Really? I still get most of them. Wow. Um, You're a hoarder. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I, I can't keep that kind of stuff, yo. You know how many holidays there are per year? You know how many cards you get per holiday? How many do we get? None. 
None. We get two. What's the other one? Our birthday. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I guess you're right. I don't even count that as a holiday. That's a- <laughs> what? My birthday is my birthday. And I know that I'm going to celebrate my birthday. So I don't even lock that in with other holidays. That doesn't count. Because other holidays are hit, and hit or miss. Mm. Like Father's Day, if it's like raining, you know, we already ain't going to do too much. Right. But then if it's raining, it's like, ah, whatever. But if right. it's my birthday... Oh, it's raining? Okay, so, you know, just get the umbrellas, get the snow boots. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, not the snow boots, get your rain boots or let's, whatever. Let's keep it yeah, going. we're going to celebrate. But your birthday in December, so you do need snow boots. Yeah, 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 you're right. <laughs> I was in, already in that mood. But That's right. I don't know, man. This Father's Day, I think it's going to be different, though, only because of the environment, everything that's going on, the atmosphere. So, no, I mean, I mean it in a positive way. Because a lot of people are thinking about, you know, Black Lives More, which right. coincides with uh, especially black men, right. and which leads to fatherhood, and you know, true. that type of thing. So this should be a more it should be a more important Father's Day period, not necessarily to the ones giving us gifts, but to us, you know, I guess informing our youth of what's going on. That's true. Because I actually I had to have a conversation with my son uh, today. About you know what's going on? Yeah, what's going wow. on? Because he, he he made some kind of slick joke about something else, but it referred to Black Lives Matter, and it's like, yo, so what do you mean? Right. And he couldn't really articulate it well enough, so I had to stop him dead in his tracks. I'm like, yo, if you can't formulate an argument about you know right. what you're talking about, you definitely can't joke about it. Right. So I feel like I informed him well enough to now you know he can make statements like that and talk about it. Look at you. What's that? Being a good dad. So what is, or is there a worse gift that you've been given? Yes. Or that you have given? Here's here's what I love, or don't love, but I love about Father's Day. Okay? Mm -hmm. What I love, but don't love, but love about Father's Day is how they be like, (laughs) my family be like, oh yeah. We coming over, we gonna, you know, eat good, this and that. We gonna fire up the grill. Oh, yeah, you know who's on the grill. You know who's you on, know the grill. on the grill. <laughs> I'm on the grill. <laughs> <laughs> I'm grilling my own food. Yes, you are. And you gonna serve it. And after you serve it, you best clean it up. <laughs> Ain't nobody helping you do nothing, Dad. Facts. Facts. I, I do get that. I do get that, but I feel like, you know, because I'm cooking it and stuff, like, I get into a routine where when I cook, I clean at the same time. Right, right. So I don't just use a whole bunch of stuff and just leave it on the counter and then clean it all at one time. I cook and clean as I go. My mama taught me that. So, you know, when people come over, that's the only curse about being a, a good black father who can cook. Right. Because on Father's Day... If you can cook on the grill, you cooking your meal. I've tried so many times to teach these fools how to grill. The only person in my family that could grill is my mama. Wow. That in my immediate family. Right. My mama can get down on the grill. She might need some help starting it. Right. But you know, once that fire's ablazing, she good to go. Right, you right. just put some heat to it. I'm good. I can do everything else from there, you know. But for me, nah, man. Father's Day and my birthday, yeah, let's have some ribs. Mm. <laughs> so I go outside, you know. So you gotta go. You gotta buy the ribs. Buy the charcoal. Prep the ribs. Yes. Prep the fire. Yes. Start the fire. Yes. Cook the meat. Yes. Serve the meat. Yes. Somebody need to serve you the meat. Hey, happy birthday to me. <laughs> it didn't clean it up. Happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day. Yeah, and tomorrow we want you to do it again. It ain't going to be Father's Day, though. Just get back on the grill. Appreciate you. I've had that happen. Oh, I know. Food been so good. Hey, can you? We're we going to come back over tomorrow. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually not eaten this so I could have more leftovers so I wouldn't have to do oh, it again. Wow. <laughs> uh, soon as I get ready to eat, they be like, oh, we'll be back tomorrow. 
this ain't refrigerated. Put that back. <laughs> so they got half bitten hamburgers. <laughs> oh, hamburger is that? I don't know who put that in there. I don't know. It's half a hot dog. It's a half a hot dog. Who put that in there? One of these doggone kids sneaking down here at night eating a hot dog. <laughs> oh, wow, man. Yeah, man. That's one of the worst, worst things that I've had to happen. Yeah. But I, like I said, those those gifts, man. I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you the best gift that I bought my dad. <laughs> my dad is a guy who does not like to let stuff go. Okay. So the hoarders runs in the family. <laughs> I'm looking for y'all episode on what is it TLC whatever it be HGTV <laughs> the hoarder episode with us in it with Jay Jamal and the family. <laughs> Yep, and I'm going to be in there <laughs> with some potato sacks on. <laughs> <laughs> Got to put these on your feet so you don't mess up my pattern here. Yeah. <sighs> the best gift I gave my dad was a brand new pair of shoes. I bought them myself. So I was, you know, a teenager working and whatnot. I wanted to get him something good. And I've shoes. always noticed that this fool... <laughs> Has been oh, wearing man. the same Chuck Taylors since Dr. J was in the Doggo League. <laughs> <laughs> he got a he got an autograph pair. He <laughs> don't even say Dr. J. This is before he was Dr. J. Them jokers are signed Julius Irving. Oh man. <laughs> oh man. This is before he had the contract with Converse. That's what I'm talking about. He had these jokers. And man, so I got him brand new pair of Reeboks, man. These jokers was white. Oh, so you went from Converse to the Reeboks? Yes. Oh, wow. He didn't have a problem with that? No, man. He loved them, man. And they actually looked like... You got some classics? No, I didn't get the classics. I got him... They looked like a... A... uh, You remember the Reebok pumps? Yeah, the D-Browns. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I got him a pair of they look like those, but they weren't those. They didn't have the pump on them. Oh. So but they were an all white pair. Them things was fresh, man. You didn't give them no shacks, did you? No, they weren't Shaq. Shaq wasn't in the league then, man. <laughs> okay, that's right. You did say you just served. Shaq wasn't in the league then. So he was, you know, fresh to death with them on, man. But and he was so excited because he wore them joints everywhere, man. That was the best gift I gave my dad. That's dope. So that's one of them things where dads just don't think about the stuff that you have. That's facts. That you actually need. I think about it all the time because I I got I got wife beaters that look like I really beat my wife. <laughs> that's what I really do, man. I got boxers boxers that I can't lay, you know, in the bed certain directions <laughs> because you know, something might fall out or <laughs> certain drafts might come through, but I don't think about it, man. <laughs> but that's real, man, because as a dad, you got so much other stuff going on. You know what I'm saying? Who cares about the holes in my shirt or the rips in my boxes? <laughs> That's that fan coming through. Yeah, man. <laughs> It'd it be like that. That's that's probably how it was for your dad. You know, you know, he was walking around with the uh, the Fred Flintstones, <laughs> <laughs> the first Fred Flintstone Chuck Taylors. Yes. Oh my God. He had so much stuff going on, man. You know, you don't you don't think about yourself. That's what dads do. We don't think about ourselves. That's fine. We man. we do things selflessly for our our, our kids and our family. And don't really look for recognition for it. That's facts. Because we probably ain't going to get it no way. <laughs> <laughs> so you just keep doing what you're doing. If we do get recognition for it, it's, it's us grilling our own food. <laughs> you, you're absolutely right. Don't we get recognition for it. It was just on Mother's Day. <laughs> <laughs> Father's Day is on Mother's Day. That's it. <laughs> oh. oh, my gosh, man. I'm telling you, man. Oh, Father's Day is going to be... It, it better be something good this year. Yeah, I, I hope so too. 
It, it, I keep getting asked, what do I want? I, I don't know. I don't even know how to ask, answer that question anymore. I don't anymore. either. Because I feel like when I answer it, you know, I don't really get what I want. I might get something closely related to it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I want a fire pit in the backyard. So I might get, you know, a couple bricks and some matchsticks. <laughs> <laughs> Just a couple bricks. Yeah, Can't even make bricks. a full circle. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I want to, uh, I want to go to the movies, you know, watch a scary movie because I, I, I enjoy horror movies. Right. I never get to go see them. I want to go to the movies and go see a horror movie. So I might get like a reenactment of, uh, <laughs> the exorcist by my children or something. <laughs> Happy Father's Day, Dad. And not the new version <laughs> that just came out. We talking about the old version. <laughs> yes. Some, somebody's head is really going to spin around. <laughs> Where you can see all, all the uh, the detail and the tricks that they do with the lighting and stuff. <laughs> so I don't know, man. I, I, I hope Father's Day is, is is decent this year. I don't know. We'll see. Time will tell. Why did they make it so late this year? Oh my god! How was Father's Day almost July Fourth? I don't. I That's don't almost know. not even fair. So you asking these people to celebrate Father's Day? Yes. And then turn right around and do Fourth and July. do Fourth of July. Yeah. You know, it's actually a good thing that we got all this going on. So now we got a break. You know, we can do the Juneteenth thing. We can mix that with the Father's Day. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And then we can just let July 4th be a, a, regular, a regular weekend. <laughs> yeah, a rest day. <laughs> so. That should be good. And you know what? I think we should get something a little extra on, on Juneteenth. Yeah. As Black Fathers. Yes. If you're a black father out there taking care of your kids or taking care of somebody else's kids. Facts. Congratulations to you. Do your thing. Do your thing. Raise those kids because those kids will uh, look back on it and they will look at you in a much better and loving way than you ever can imagine. And they got to take care of you. And (laughs) they got to take care of you. So if you don't look out for them now. Then I don't know what you're expecting when you grow up, you know, when you got those uh, streaky draws that you can't do the reach around no more. Yeah, so you got to call somebody in. Yeah, you got to call somebody in. Uh, hopefully you, <laughs> hopefully you, uh, you instill some good things in your sons or else you're just going to walk around <laughs> with the mud butt on. <laughs> <laughs> unless, unless your draws got holes in them, then they... <laughs> See, I'm preparing. I'm preparing already. So if my kids decide to act up, I already got holy jars. So ain't nothing gonna stay in there no way. It's all coming out anyway. It's all coming out. Hey, you gotta put my drawers down to go to the bathroom. Just, just sit down. And the next time we see you, it'll be after Father's Day. So, in the spirit of your forefathers, that. You severely would like to see all these statues. I've decided to do the outro <laughs> as one of the forefathers. So signing off, we appreciate you joining us for episode five of the Church Podcast. I am the Allen, joined by <laughs> Jay Jamal. Jay Jamal and. Let me give you our tags in case you didn't catch them in the beginning. We're on the Book of the Face, Facebook, Church Parking Lot Podcast, Instagram. Book of the Face. Instagram, Church Parking Lot Podcast. YouTube, search it, Church Parking Lot Podcast. And we are broadcasting you live on Anchor.fm, which houses Spotify, Apple, Breaker, Radio Republic, Pocket Casts, and Google Casts. Oh, yes. Wank us. <laughs> what? I always wanted to say that. <laughs> Hello, governor. You wank us. <laughs> oh. That's what they say over there, man. It's like a cuss word. Yeah, wanker. <laughs> you stupid wanker. What's the difference between a wanker and a, a Yankee? I don't Is that know. the same thing over there? Aren't they Yankees though? They are the Yankees. 
Oh, I guess we can sign off. Y'all can go home. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget to bring something next time on the church parking lot back. Bring something with you. Fork a spoon or a piece of catfish or something. Some of that Glenmore. <laughs> Straight Kentucky bourbon whiskey. Whiskey.